We're live with the 2020 Experience Podcast. Thank you guys for joining us. If you would like to watch for full effect, you can follow us on YouTube at 2020 Fitness. Enjoy the show. Guys, welcome back to the third edition of the 2020 Experience Podcast. We are joined by an amazing guest today in Karen McShane and uh, hopefully share a story that um, should motivate a lot of uh, a lot of people who are listening. Absolutely. So where like so where where are you right now? What what's going on? Um, and there's a guy here. You're gonna hold. We're gonna pass the mini mic. I'm just gonna have to lean in on you. I feel like if you even take off this little thing right here, it's like a, even a little mini microphone. Like yes, we've had a little bit of. Karen sings really well, by the way, too. I've never yes. heard her. I've only heard stories. I've heard stories. <laughs> there's rumors. But I know she sings professionally. Um, I wouldn't say professionally, but do yeah. people pay you? Do people pay you to sing? Sometimes, yes. Oh, that's professional. that's professional singing. You are yes. a professional singer. It's as professional as this setup right now. That's fine. I mean, this, this is pretty darn good. Yeah, these are wireless. Mm. Yeah, right. These are good ones. Yeah. So mainly, not like where are you right now, as in like where are you in your life right now, but like literally geographically, where are you? Yes. What is the zip code? Where are you? We're near. Uh, we're in the Heartland Center. I feel like it's near the airport. We passed the exit for the airport, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. People were telling me Parkville, and when we were when we were typing in the thing, I was like, "No, I have no idea where. where I have no idea." So like yeah, north. Heartland Center. Of, yeah. All yeah. right. North. Yeah. yeah. But what are you doing? Like, so you're in this you're in this center. Mm-hmm. We're just hanging out and doing. What are we doing? What what, what have you been doing? What have you learned today so far? Um. That's like a very big question. Because you learned a lot. Where, what, is, what are you participating in? What's it called? So like, called, oh, John. I'm going to have to lean in. It's going to try to experience. So mm-hmm. we started out this morning by doing some breathing exercises. Mm-hmm. And then we did a workout at the gym. And then we got here and we did more breathing. Is that right? Yeah. Um, we've had some chat about nutrition. We learned about like the different nervous is it nervous system is that mm-hmm. right yeah mm-hmm. and how that works it's been really interesting you feel like you've been learning some stuff yeah, yeah. things make sense because I remember you spoke to me before about is it like the what was the one that calms you down it's like doing an emo oh, no 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 the one that wakes you up the wakes you up. some of the yeah. nervous stuff because I remember we spoke about that before and I did it when I got to Ireland after doing an overnight flight mm-hmm. and I did it in like a five minute emo and I was like wide awake yeah. and it kept me awake for the day and it worked out really well yeah yeah. So that, I remember that today when you were talking about that. All right. So that was really interesting. Good. Any other big takeaways? Um, just spending so far, time just like right off the bat. Has been great. Because you're like the coldest person that we know. I know. And Wait, what did you say about being outside? It was lovely. Because like... <laughs> say that again? <laughs> you want to write it down? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to make sure this gets documented. <laughs> yeah, because you were literally like... Always. Always. Like in the office, you have that... That like stand up heater <laughs> yeah. right next to it. I'm like, Karen, it's gonna burn your shorts because it's sitting <laughs> against your skin. I know. Yeah, cold. And I wear like all. so many layers and jackets, and I stand on a tw- uh, 25 pound plate, so I don't have to stand on the cold cement floor. Mm-hmm. Through your shoes. <laughs> Through my shoes. Yeah. <laughs> how, how many minutes have you spent on cold exposure today? Whether hands, feet. I think 20. Would that be right? You, you walked outside for over 30 minutes. That's it, it feel like 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It's over 30 minutes. Yeah. And um, you already stood in the snow for. So, so the first snow was really hard. That was like, what, seven minutes? 
12 minutes total. 12? Did you lie afterwards? No, that was legit, yeah. No, 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 from, from up here down to there. And back up again. Back seven and a half in the snow. Yeah, seven and a half in the snow. Yeah, that was hard. Yeah. But, but not as hard as you would think it would be, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So the first one was hard, yeah. right? And then so we just got back from a walk outside yeah. that was quite lovely, as you, <laughs> yeah. as you say. Um, and you noticed, like, you noticed a lot of, like, sunshine on your back, the things yeah, you don't notice like every day. I mentioned to John that um, things that you don't notice because you're so wrapped up in other stuff, like your phone or you're in the car and you're filling with the radio. I don't really walk anywhere here because mm -hmm. everything in Kansas City you have to drive to. You're cold. So... You know what? And because I'm cold, I choose not to. <laughs> but you know, I don't get outside. So then when you're outside and you're totally switched off and you don't have your phone here and you're just walking. Well, excuse me, where's your phone? It's in a Ziploc bag out there. There we go. Yes, it's waterproof. Waterproof. <laughs> it's turned off. Um, but yeah, so you don't. Like I mentioned that I noticed the sun and like here and stuff and you know things that you just don't notice anymore. Yeah, it's almost it's like kind of refreshing, isn't it? Very refreshing. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I noticed the same thing when I was outside. Like, oh, this is—you can hear the leaves blowing in the yeah. wind and all that fun stuff. No, you That's can really hear cool. traffic. Going now, out, you know? how did the second feet in the snow exposure uh, handle after the first one? I felt okay. Like I was very surprised. Yeah. You know, and like we all stood out to have the sun on our back, so it was like you, you had that to focus on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it's like you take that small silver lining. Whereas you would never think about like the sun on my back feels good, mm -hmm. but I'm going to take it here because this feels better than my feet and the ice. <laughs> my you know feet I mean? hurting right now. So yeah. I'm going to focus on the fact that this feels good in my back. Yeah. So going from a rubber plate with shoes on so that your feet don't get cold <laughs> to standing in the snow for seven minutes, I'd say that's pretty. That's a big, I mean, that's a big dramatic. That's a big <laughs> big jump. Big yeah. jump. Twenty four hour turnaround. Yeah. yeah. Um, and getting even even further. Uh, you know, feeling good in the snow, and after only a couple hours of yeah. just hanging out and stuff. I don't even know what that. I don't think it's going to blow down. No. Yeah. No. Uh, and then, but good. you did hands too. How did the hands feel this morning? They were really hard the first the set because we were talking, and it's just like shocking how your hands, just your hands in the water, can have an, such an effect throughout your whole body. Mm -hmm. Like I can feel my stomach and everything just kind of like panicking. Do you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah. oh my god, what's going on? So. It's crazy. So, so we're talking a lot about everything you've been doing. What's the why behind it? What, what's the why that, that so far that you've understood of why are we spending time outside in the cold? Why do we do all this breathing today? What's, what are you trying to get out of it? What am I trying to get out of it or yeah. what do you want people to get out of it? Yes. Everything. Um, I don't know because like <clears throat> just ways to like try and improve ways to... Um, feel better and like adapt you know because you go and you work out really hard every day and if you do that and you don't take care of it to sleep or to like down regulate mm -hmm. with your breathing mm -hmm. or if you're constantly on the hamster wheel mm -hmm. you're never really going to feel good mm -hmm. or you'll never know how good you could feel if you didn't mm -hmm. try yeah. something like this now you know how not feeling good really feels right because i mean we posted a picture on instagram 2020 fitness did mm -hmm. about your before and after mm -hmm. And do you think, because you probably feel bad sometimes now, I know you're kind of going through a little cold thing or whatever, um, but like back then, do you think you realized that you didn't feel good or do you feel differently about how you felt then or like... What do you mean? Like how I felt like... Like your daily life. Did you feel... Like, no, I didn't feel good. You, you did you, did you, did you know yes. that you didn't feel good? I, like yeah. the one thing that really stands out for me and I, I always remember and I don't know why this is the thing, but like when I was in college, 
I lived in an apartment block that was at the bottom of a hill and you go in the gate and the gate was like this big hill up around the corner to get into kind of the main buildings and I remember going up that hill one day at age like 19 and being so out of breath I had to stop halfway up really just just a, a walking hill just a walking hill wow you know just so unfit so like I didn't do anything I had to sit down all day and eat bad food so you know yeah and just being embarrassed and like sweating and you know so and that was at 19 mm-hmm. and then 19 or 20 yeah and then how long did that progress like how long did that keep going like when when was the time that you decided uh, all right, enough is enough um, I was going to spend a couple of weeks in the US for the summer when I was in my early 20s um, maybe it was just after that actually mm-hmm. no go ahead um and I knew we were going to the Jersey Shore, so I knew we were going nice. to the beach. Nice! baby. Yes. <laughs> so I knew we were going to the beach and stuff, so I said, this, this is it. This is, I have to try and do something. I don't want to feel like crap. I don't want to have to be worrying about like, going to the beach or wearing like clothes or my arms are exposed or whatever. I was so self-conscious. How old were you again? In my tw- 20s. Yeah. In your 20s? Yeah. Like late 20s, middle no, 20s? No, early 20s. Early 20s. Yeah. So then... What we did actually, the first thing I was in college still, we did a cereal diet. So at the time, sure, good diet. At the time, Kellogg's had this thing. It was like um, you do two bowls of cereal and one meal a day. Hmm. So we did that for two weeks. She did some intermittent, intermittent fasting. <laughs> wait, wait. wait so you eat, you eat two bowls of cereal one time a day. Two bowls of cereal and one meal. And one meal. Yeah. Okay. Oh. So it's basically like eighteen, sixteen, eight. Kind of. And like, yeah, the only thing about it is they didn't say how big the bowl of cereal should be. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mine was like, <laughs> just destroying. It was like a mixing bowl. You had a mixing bowl? bowl? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what type of cereal was it? It got to be It was like Special K and... Um, oh, Lucky Charms. I get it now. <laughs> so I think well, the, 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 there was two different cereals you could choose from. It was Special K. Do they have that here? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, Crunchy Nut Corn Flakes. Oh yeah, or like honey nut cornflakes. Oh, honey, uh, honey bunches of oats, or wait, do you have cornflakes here? Oh yeah. So it's just like uh, cornflakes, but with like honey and kind of little honeycomb things on them. Sounds amazing. Yeah. But I mean, like that's that couldn't have been good, right? (laughs) No. Well, how did it work for you? Yeah. I mean, I lost weight, but like I was obviously going to lose weight because I cut my intake by Mm -hmm. half probably in the two weeks. I think one time you told me a story. Like, (laughs) (laughs) how much did you used to eat? Because didn't you say you'd like you and your roommate would come home and get like? Oh, yeah. We used to buy six liters of Coke a week in our weekly. For shopping. two, for two of you. For two people. That's three liters a piece. But you know the, the wow. interesting thing is we used to do our shopping a on a Monday, and I would go home to my hometown on a Friday morning, and it would be gone. <laughs> oh, so this was for five days. Not even like so four and a half. Wow. But Just you know crushing a how liter we felt a like day. how we felt like we earned it was because we used to walk. To, to buy the groceries and we'd walk with six sure. liters coat in our backs so like we aren't this <laughs> yeah. Yeah. we earned a couple liters yeah. today that's, that's like a liter of coke a day so that makes sense going from a liter of coke a day down to two bowls of cereal and one meal that works I mean you're, yeah. gonna, you're gonna lose some weight there I definitely did move some weight that time and then I think I went to the US in the summer now like I drank lights out for three months so I probably put it back on again mm-hmm. but it did start something in that mm-hmm. I felt better and I think like the initial reason that I started was because I wanted to look better. Mm-hmm. But over time, that has evolved. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What has that evolved to? I want to feel better. Yeah. yeah. You know? Like, in, in what way? Feel better how? I want to wake up in the morning and not, like, just want to wake up and feel like I could do anything. 
you yeah. know I don't want to have aches and pains mm-hmm. I don't want to have to be on medication for anything you know I just want to know where my food is coming from yeah I mean that's, that's a that's a huge transition to go from that to six liters of coke oh a week to alright so you went see, you went sealed that yeah. right and then what did you go to from there because I know you've done uh, a myriad of or a plethora yeah, of diets so like I, I don't think from there I think I still drank a lot and I still was unhealthy but I was trying but I didn't know what I was doing and so we're talking I, alcohol now not liters of Pepsi yes no I said alcohol a lot of alcohol like, a lot of alcohol yeah, yeah. Um, like college alcohol do you know sure do you know? Yeah. <laughs> or navy alcohol yeah. <laughs> no idea what you're talking no, about no. I've heard <laughs> stories, yeah. stories. It's drunken sailors um, but from there I think I joined like um, I think like Weight Watchers that was maybe like a year or two later and yeah. like in that that was helpful were you still were you still in school at the time I was still in college yeah so it was really funny because um, my sister was in college in the same place and we didn't live together but she o- older or younger younger two years two and a half years younger so she she did the same diet and what you're allowed to do is save points for if you're going to go on a night out so we sure would, oh Weight Watchers yeah, yeah so right, we right. would save and save and save and eat nothing so that we could go and have like a big blowout night out on a Thursday night <laughs> just drink two bottles of wine yeah, <laughs> yeah. saving them points cashing your points in yeah. but you know the first week I did it I think I lost 10 pounds or something oh really because it was the first time I'd ever had to like really quantify what sure. I was putting in yeah. my mouth like, you know I mean? like as in like look at the plate and look at portions and mm-hmm. Before I would just eat and eat whatever, and you know. Yeah, didn't take any consideration of what it was. It was no. just like, mm, this looks tasty. Or like what was in it, or if it was like, you know, you get frozen chicken with like breading in the freezer. Mm-hmm. Whereas now I would probably make chicken breasts because you'd have to look the back and see, you'd have to figure yeah. out. Yeah. So that was the first move towards figuring out like, maybe I don't need to eat so much. Yeah. Have, have you even started working out yet? Um, I, around that time, I probably was walking. All right. I was embarrassed to go to the gym at first. Yeah. I remember my mother. When did that change? It was because of a woman in my hometown. Um, my mother knew a guy whose daughter was running a class, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like for women. Um, they would use like five pound weights. It was kind of you know curls and the steps and that sort of stuff and mm-hmm. kind of circuit training. Yeah. And. I said to my mother that I was thinking about going, but I didn't know, and I was kind of nervous to do it. And then she spoke to the girl, and then my mother came back and said, like, she said to go. She said, like, she'd be looking out for you, go over. So it was because of that that I, that was the first thing I think I did. And, and that was a group class. It was a group class. Yeah. But I wasn't like, you know, I was very unfit, and I was very conscious of being the last to finish, or, you know, the slowest person doing whatever amount of reps we had to do and I would cut reps so that I wouldn't be the last to finish. So I want I want to get I want to go back to like completing the story and chronology but how do you how do you relate now to somebody who's just getting started at our gym who feels that way? And and they're How do I relate what? Well, well, how do, how do you how did you get over that? Because I just that had to th- keep going. You had to do what? I just had to keep going. <laughs> you had to do what? <laughs> just right. keep on going. Yeah, that's really what it was. And like it wasn't the, my consistency wasn't great so I might go three days a week and then I might not go for three weeks yeah. and then going back in was so hard and it was when it became consistent that things got easier mm-hmm. and I realized I could lift more weight or I could you know mm-hmm. um, it always helped to have someone you knew as well Yeah. so that my cousin might go or my friend would go it was always if there was someone saying to you I'll meet you at this time to go that really helped yeah. to keep you honest to keep you there mm-hmm. yeah having a little accountability yeah yeah, yeah for sure 
Um, so then what? Yeah. So I'm trying to think when that was. Um, so this is what, you're 22 at the time? No, this would be, yeah, probably around. What, so the, the picture, and maybe we'll, we'll throw that up on the screen. When was that picture taken? How old were you? 19. 19? Okay, so you, you're, you, now you're, you're starting to make progress. Yeah. 22. Well, after that picture, I would say I got even like more overweight mm -hmm. than that picture. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because like, I'm just trying to think about it in terms of like clothes size. I think I went up another two dress sizes from there mm -hmm. probably at one stage. Mm -hmm. Do you know? Um, yeah, so. And then. So the changes started probably around 22, I'd say. Mm -hmm. And then, and, you, and you say most of I'm leaning. No, in. sorry. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you're fine. <laughs> you know, most most of the reason you've you made the shift, what started it was the mirror. Yes, I wanted to look better, and like. Is there anything wrong with that? It, it got you started, so I, I don't I know, think there's anything wrong with that. And I don't want to necessarily say that like because I lost weight, then I'm going to be happy. You know, and it's, it's a hard thing to like. That, that's basically saying that you're only going to be happy if you're skinny or something. No, it's you know? only going to be happier if you make a little bit more money and then a little bit more. It's, it's the same kind of thing. It was tough because, like, you know, I was looked like that in the early 2000s, mid-2000s. And if you think back to then what was in for women to wear, it was like they were this kind of, like, really skinny look was in with, you know, like kind of low-slung jeans and kind of all that sort of stuff. And, like, mm -hmm. hip bones were in. And mm -hmm. so, you know, you look in the mirror and you don't see that. So, like, there's a lot of, like, I... Just hate what I saw, mm -hmm. you know. Also, like we say, um, clothing stores or clothing shops didn't cater for mm -hmm. bigger sizes at right. the time the way they do today. Right. So, like, I had to go to one place to buy my clothes, and I used to be like so embarrassed going in there because it was the the place where you went if you were this size, kind of. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I couldn't wear stuff that my friends wore. Mm -hmm. I couldn't kind of if we were all going on a night out I would always be worried about what I would wear and it would be like a whole process that week and mm -hmm. so that's really what I was just I was sick of it yeah so that, so to me I, I don't know that it sounds like you that's not what you're pursuing any longer no. but it was a catalyst to, yeah. to get you started so then okay so now you're in your early 20s then then what so then I, I went from like Weight Watchers and then to that class and then then like I lost a bit more um, and I started feeling good but then because I started feeling good I stopped doing Weight Watchers mm -hmm. and like I never necessarily put the weight back on because I was in a place where like I was walking and I was aware and I was conscious of you know keeping on top of like even if I wasn't doing classes I would when I was I went back to college I think we had a free gym membership I would go there and go on like the elliptical mm -hmm. not really know what I was doing kind mm -hmm. of a thing um, but I never really understood what worked and it would be, I would yo-yo a little bit. Mm -hmm. I didn't really know what I weighed. I didn't know why I might put on a couple of pounds. I didn't know, should I be doing, should I go running? Should I, I didn't know, know what I was doing really. Mm -hmm. So then from there, um, that, that lady, that first lady actually, I, I think she may have come across CrossFit because her classes morphed from doing kind of hand weights and step ups and all that and she bought bars and weights nice yeah. and it was like wherever you are thank you <laughs> <laughs> and it was like so intense but it felt like and it was the same kind of style of like you do cleans and then she'd make us go running outside and then come back in and people were like oh my god what is this you know mm -hmm. it's craziness yeah, yeah. She, I think she may have went to a class somewhere and then she started doing the training herself so from there, like I realized that I liked kind of weightlifting stuff. So I stayed with her and I kind of followed her to wherever she was for a while. And then I moved to Korea. Mm -hmm. um, what were you doing in Korea? Teaching English. 
if you nice. can believe that. <laughs> Irish English. Irish English. The, everyone says they're threes, but they're not trees. There's a bunch of trees. There were everywhere. kids, yeah. I remember, <laughs> in a reading group one day, one of the kids said something, it probably would have been tree or something, and I heard it, and I was like, Oh, no. Parents are paid so much money. <laughs> they all want to For an English accent. education. Yeah. We want an American accent. They all want the American accent. Yeah. Do you have an American accent? No. You can say your A's. <laughs> you have the best American get, get accent. Get in my ever. car. <laughs> Go for a ride in the car. No, I love your, both your Midwest accent. What were you saying yesterday? A sandbag or something. Sandbag. See? <laughs> See? Sandbag. See, there you go. That's perfect. <laughs> Everyone's really good at talking to her valley girl voice. Oh, it's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I moved to Korea in 2011. So like at this stage, I was much more. I wouldn't say I was as healthy. I know I wasn't as healthy as I am now. Absolutely not. Like, but I was much more aware, mm-hmm. and I, but still didn't really know what I was doing. You know, mm-hmm. I thought I needed to cut out all carbohydrates, and I thought I needed to, whatever the fad was at the time. I thought I needed to do that. Yeah. You know. Did you try low? Did you try low fat? Did you try? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you tried, I mean, you had pretty much But everything. nothing stuck, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's now, what did, so when you went to Korea, what did you work out then? Did you have an account of like... So... Because that had to be a new gym again. Yeah, and you're dealing with like language issues and all. So I think when I first moved, I went wild for a while, just kind of drinking and... Soju. Take it, soju. Soju. <laughs> I did that once and I never did it again. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was so bad. Just the like, hangover, hangover was yeah, so yeah, bad. Yeah. But um, I joined actually a CrossFit gym in Korea, but I was too scared to join the CrossFit side. So, so was that your first formal, your first formal CrossFit gym? I was not a CrossFit member, I was a boot camp oh, member. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. so we did, um, you know, like the workout of the day, but they would scale down to kettlebells or dumbbells or... Yeah. So it sounds like our fit classes. Basically, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> So um, I remember like, in order to get there, I had to take a bus from my apartment so there was so much to figure out and like I remember thinking I'm crazy and it was really expensive but in my mind I was like if I don't stay on top of this or you know figure this out it's all going to go away and I'm going to just get back to where I was so I used to have to walk up this big hill like this hill in this we basically live at the base of a mountain so you can imagine (laughs) there was a Namsan was the place and at the very top of it was this like um, I think it's like a TV kind of it looks like that thing in Seattle what's the one where that the needle yeah it looks like that at the top of it but the neighborhood I was in began basically when when you get to the top of the hill then that's where you can start going up the road to the mountain you know what I mean so it was very hilly so I had to walk up to the top of like the steepest hill I've ever seen to get a bus I took the bus then the whole way kind of around it was probably about 10 or 15 minutes on the bus to the gym and I did the gym and I had to take the bus home so, so it, was a, it, was, it was a trip and a half. It was like it was a, a two-hour two hour experience to yeah. get there. Yeah. yeah. Now, when you first joined that, did you have that same anxiety? Did you like, oh, uh, do? Like, yeah. Yes, because like you're, again, then you're moving into this other thing of like, so you're Irish, and then you're dealing with like having to meet people from other nationalities, mm-hmm. and the coach was Korean, and there was just a lot going on, but I kept with it. You just did it. Yeah, and I actually met some really nice people through that, and like this, um, two people from Canada that I ended up become really good friends with, still friends with now from that gym. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Small world. I know. Yeah. So then you, you did some CrossFit where you climbed mountains at the same time. <laughs> climb, mountains, <laughs> climb mountain to get to the CrossFit. <laughs> climb mountain to get to CrossFit. Um, and then, but so I was so intimidated by the CrossFit side because they were all like, well, it, Korea is, um, there's military bases from the US. So there's a lot of military people in the gym mm-hmm. and they were all, you know, just like 
doing muscle ups and overhead squats and I was looking at it saying I can never do any of that stuff like this is so intimidating mm-hmm. did you so, ever cross over never in that gym no I didn't no. so they, they raised their prices and I think what happened was like I took everything into account I was like I can't keep doing this and it's so it was super expensive you know and then I found out about a smaller gym that did similar stuff in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so that cut all of that stuff out. <laughs> no more mountain climbing. It's, no more mountain climbing. <laughs> it's cheap. Well, it was like, it was paved. It wasn't, yeah. I wasn't going hiking to get there. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it was in my neighborhood and it was cheaper. And it was kind of a no brainer really. Cause I could go more cause it was nearby. And it was there then that would say, so like the lady I met in my hometown was like the first level for me. And then this next guy that I met as a trainer was like the next person that pushed me to that next level. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So cause he, he's American, um, super like into it and intense and pushed me because like you can do it. Mm-hmm. You're able to do it. Like you're mm-hmm. strong enough. I'm not listening to it. Like just do it kind mm-hmm, of thing. Mm-hmm. And then I figured out that I could do it. Mm-hmm. And that's probably mm-hmm. why you saw the most gains. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I was still drinking there too though. So... Like that was the hardest thing about that is I would go out and like drink like crazy on a Saturday night and then I'd still be hungover like Tuesday and going to the gym and all you're doing is trying to set the clock back to where you were right. before you went down that night out, I think anyway. <laughs> and your sweat is different and you just feel sluggish and, sluggish and grimy and, and yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But you don't drink anymore, do you? No. How long are people are like scandalized by that because I'm smart <laughs> and I don't drink. She's Irish. She doesn't drink. What? <laughs> That's okay. Mike drinks. It's not though. a religious. Mike drinks enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Mike drinks he enough. He finished uh, the dry January and he was so happy. <laughs> yes. So what did he? What was his first drink again? Did he mix a? He had um, a rattler with vodka. <laughs> on like a Tuesday night. <laughs> Tuesday night. Tuesday. <laughs> it's February. Yeah, he straight up crushed it. Nice. But how long have you not been drinking then? It's been a while. Um, so I'm trying to think, like that second year I was in Korea was when I started winding down because I did it one year there. The pubs don't close. So you're going to be out till oh five and six. You go out at seven o'clock at night and you're still out at five and six in the morning. So going, you know, and I would honestly be the one, the first one to fall away at that time. But like some of my friends and my sister, she might go out on a Saturday and not come home on a Sunday night. Like, you know, just go from pub and this pub close, oh, then you go to the next pub. Man, that's expensive. <laughs> no, it's really cheap there. Oh, it's really cheap. Like, a beer was $2 oh, for like a big Oh, yeah, as long as, long as it's cheap. <laughs> as long as it's cheap, you might as well just keep on doing yeah. it. Yeah. All right, cool. Oh, my but goodness. But that's where I started kind of winding down. I just couldn't keep going. I couldn't keep doing it. I was no like way. coming up on 30 or 29 or something. I was like, I can't do this anymore. So I think what, so it's the same in your age right there is like, I think. So we started at 19 and it's 10 years later and we're still making progress. I know. Like it is a journey and a half. It's not like it's just something you're like, oh, all right, well, I'm going to do this and now let's. And like maybe if I was more committed to it, like I still had fun and I still ate pizza and I still had a burger and I still, you know, but I, I worked out and in my mind at that time I worked out because I was, so if I had a bad weekend, I'd go and work out on Monday to undo it. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily. You're never like, making progress. No, I was just kind of basically doing it to keep the needle where it was. Yeah, you're playing defense. Yeah. To your constant offense on the weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then Korea, and then from Korea you went to. Um. So yeah, I, like everything started winding down in terms of drinking that second year in Korea. Mm-hmm. So then I realized like, well, I started going to the gym on a Sunday morning, which was like a revelation because they used to do like this kind of longer class from half past nine. I know from like 11 to like half past 12 or something. To what? 
twelve thirty. Hour and a half. Oh, all right. Yeah, and they're like, Song. he did like a double class on a Sunday, and you do these two really tough workouts. So I started doing that every Sunday, and that was a way to keep me from going out on Saturday night. And I would like sign up for it. All yeah. those and you probably thought about what you're doing on Friday night too. Yeah. And how that's going to affect yeah. you. And Sunday was like a revelation. You know, oh, yeah. it's like this whole new day. I got back, and I wasn't as tired or as cranky with the kids that I taught on a Monday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mom, my those kids. <laughs> so then I left Korea in. Um, March 2013 I think it was end of February 2013 and then I moved via Ireland I moved to Washington DC in March 2013 I think it was no 2014 was that where you met Mike? no I met Mike in 2011 in Ireland in Ireland mm-hmm. and he's not Irish at all no but he sounds Irish <laughs> yeah he sounds more Irish yeah, Mike McShane, McShane. <laughs> <laughs> more Irish than your last name was yeah. right? yeah yeah so you met him in Ireland. Why'd you move to Washington, D.C.? He was living there. Uh, so I met him. My friend went to Notre Dame to, for postgraduate school. And he was in her class. And then both of them went from there to the University of Arkansas to do their PhD. And then right. I think they went to an education conference in Dublin in the summer of 2011. And then I remember my friend texted me saying, I'm coming down to Waterford with two Americans. Will you be around... I was like, I don't know. Like, my sister's 21st was on the Friday night. And, like, I was just a mess at that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my, I remember my mother opened the door. <laughs> I got the key and I just came in the door like that after my sister's 21st. <laughs> and then Saturday night, I actually went to Dublin to see a concert. So then they came to Waterford Sunday and I was just wrecked. And my text was like, I'm so tired. I don't know. I can't go out again. Yeah. I was like, please come on. I was like, okay. So, so I went down and then Mike was there and I met him then that night. So I, I nearly didn't go. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And then the rest is history. The rest, the rest is history. Yeah. yeah. So we didn't necessarily start dating them. We were friends for a couple of years and then she got married in 2012 and I went to the wedding in Florida and we started dating after that, but I was living in Korea. So the whole first year we were together, I was in Korea. Oh, long distance. Yeah. Nice. I actually think that's a great thing because you learn how to communicate. You learn yeah. how to do it like talk a lot. More. You have to talk. You have I see, to yeah, talk. we were saying like we probably don't talk as much now as we did then. <laughs> we're married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you yeah. know? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. We we did the same thing. We I mean, we we spent two years apart, and I think it was the best best part. I mean, I wouldn't want to do it again, but yeah. it forces you to. The only thing you have is to talk. I know. Yeah. You can't and you have li- a physical like, connection. You live for that hour on Skype every day. Do you know? Yeah. Like so we would do. I think Mike, the time difference was like 13 hours. So we would do like, before he would go to work, it would be before I would be going to sleep. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it would be nighttime yeah, for me. Yeah. Or then sometimes I would have these like 80 minute blocks free for planning. I would just be on Skype. <laughs> <laughs> Skype. <laughs> yeah, just planning. <laughs> you planning your conversation with him. Yeah. yeah. So then, yeah, I went to DC then in 2014. That's right. I think that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm here so, in three. Oh, that wasn't that long ago. I'm here four years now, yeah. Nearly four years. Oh, so you've only been in the States for four years? Yeah. Wow. Mm. I didn't know that. That's crazy. So, Washington, D.C., and then did you find a gym there? Yeah. So, we actually joined the YMCA that was down the road from our apartment. Mm-hmm. And I went and did some of the classes there, but it was like, they weren't for me. That's yeah. all I can say about that. Like, And then I went into the gym part and I started like trying to lift weights myself and trying to remember what I'd learned, but I didn't really know what I was That's doing. That's hard. And I would get stuff online and I would, I just wasn't motivated. I would spend two hours at the gym up there on my own, just kind of going around like from machines and kind of, I know what I'm doing. And then I said to Mike, we were getting married um, June of 2015. So mm-hmm. I said to him, um, 
there was no gyms in the area at that time but then probably six months after we moved in a crossfit gym opened up i remember seeing them all running on the street i was like they're all crazy what, what are they doing, doing? <laughs> i was like i'm so glad i'm not in that gym i'm so glad about that so then but then we were getting married and i was seeing no results i was probably going backwards and i said to mike i'm going to go and join they have like a boot camp kind of a class or fit camp or whatever they, like what it not it was crossfit at the weights yeah and i joined it and i did that for 10 sessions and i was signed up for my next 10 sessions and the owner was like what are you doing she said like and that was like we talked about all these levels like kind of layers of an onion mm-hmm. like the lady at home was the first one and then the next guy who really pushed me and then this lady in melissa in crossfit mba um, said to me you're you're ready just just do it just do mm-hmm. the on-ramp but you're ready to do it and i said yeah. i'm so afraid she's like you just need to do it now and that's it yeah. so i did it in january of 2015. so, it, so yeah. is there is there any getting around that fear that's a, a concept that i'm constantly obsessed with is did you just what made you decide to do it what got you over that hump because <clears throat> everything up to that point that i'd done had stopped working and mm-hmm. i felt like i need to inject something into this now because i was getting married and it was also i wanted to look better in a wedding mm-hmm. dress kind of thing mm-hmm. that's yeah. where it was first i think all of us can relate to that feeling though of want to look deep- better in a wedding dress <laughs> <laughs> that yes that too uh but like that feeling that like in your stomach of um i don't know how i feel about this like that the anxiety that you feel yeah. before you go and do something mm-hmm. um but it's like what like john said like what is that magic what is that that pill that gets you I over know. over that hump or like was it and this is this is the answer for everything. Was it as bad as your stomach made it out to be? You know what I'm saying? Like, was yeah. it as bad as your like your feelings in your gut were like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, and then you just got over the hump? Like, no, it wasn't as bad because like, if you do any sort of, I mean, you could go in and do have done nothing, or you could have gone gone in and been kind of doing the rounds for ten years of different kind of exercise regimes, and they treat they treat us as if like I had learned how to do cleans and all that stuff before. But I was lined up with people who had never done them and I was treated as if I'd never done them. You know, yeah. that sort of thing. And that's mm-hmm. probably what's important is that even if you go in with no experience or you go in with years of experience, in their eyes, you're all yeah. clean slate. Yeah. Yeah. So then you don't feel as conscious, I think, because we did a group on ramp. Mm-hmm. And that, in a way, for me, because we do one-on-one, so the group on ramp, for me, I felt like it was a bit... I felt a bit self-conscious because what they do is they'd show you the mood and then they'd line you up and say, okay, now you do it, now you do it. And sure. you're like, oh my God, I have Whoa. to get this right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, but, um, so that was the thing that pro- would put my mind at ease if I had never done it, is that I went in the door and even if there was someone doing cross for two years, we were the same to them. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. All right, so you got over the hump, you started doing CrossFit. Yeah, and I was only doing it three days a week at the time, I think, because I felt like that was enough. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was doing enough. And, and for the record, if, if you do it three days a week, that's pretty yeah. good. She's a little overachiever, so three days a week is great. But it wasn't, like, consistent, and sure. I would cherry pick, and, you know, yeah. I, again, with my food, and I didn't know what I was doing, I was just kind of, I didn't know what I was doing, really. Yeah. Um, and I remember I bought my wedding dress, like, nine months before the wedding, and I joined CrossFit, and I was like, I'm going to lose so much weight, I'm going to look so different, and I didn't really, the dress was more or less the same on me. So it was kind of like a realization, like, yes, this has maintained it and I feel stronger, but I'm going to have to do something a little bit more to get mm-hmm. this to really get over the line, mm-hmm. do you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and what was that? Well, I moved to Kansas City. Oh, you moved. So that's when you moved to Kansas City. Did you guys get married in Kansas City? Uh, I got married in Ireland. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Do you have pictures of that? 
I don't know if they take pictures in Ireland. Yeah. They have cameras. <laughs> I don't know what made you think like you have pictures of your wedding in Ireland. Well, maybe I can't. Would you share them with me, please? <laughs> I, I really want to see them. Yeah. Like I want to see because I see the pictures of your. She doesn't have her phone on her right now. Oh, yeah, otherwise, she, yeah. she'd look. Okay. Cool. I explain what it looked like. Yeah, <laughs> talk yeah, us through it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So you're in Kansas City now. With so I moved to Kansas City. Um, we got married in Ireland in June of 2015, and then we moved to Kansas City in August of 2015. So we were in uh, in DC for two and a half years, and I was probably six months into CrossFit at this stage. Hmm. Yeah. And how many days were you on the ground before you joined a gym in Kansas City? <laughs> I think we arrived here, like. Thursday and I was in 2020 Saturday morning. I think yeah. I remember oh, that. Right. I dropped in on like, Saturday morning. I was like boom, straight boom. on. I just googled CrossFit gyms near my house and boom, boom, boom. I had John Tormenta straight away. Yeah, just came right, right in. in. So 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 talk. So you you sound like you've been working really hard and you've been doing all this training. What was the what was the missing link? Okay, basically what I want you to talk about is is how nutrition played a huge yeah. huge role. And well, there was two things. It was. Um, self-belief yeah. that I could do it mm-hmm. and not underestimate or undermine or feel like believing like I can't do this or like I'm not good enough and like I still scale stuff and I, I'm still not there and I'm still today today right, absolutely right, like right. if I do the open I'm probably going to scale most of it and like when you do the open yeah oh sorry there is no when so it's like not like it was this you know I'm like an athlete there or something like I still have to learn how to do yeah. stuff but it's yeah. Um, but getting to your point about nutrition it was like all those things combined it was going to the gym consistently it was lifting heavier weights and not being afraid of them you know because mm-hmm. there's that element of like I can't put that with my head it's going to hurt it's going to hurt myself and then it was figuring out about food mm-hmm. and what not to do and what to do tell us the it's last still a learning process yeah what, what, have the, what about the last six months what have you learned the last six months about nutrition for you um, in the last six months. Well, let's say the last year. Okay. Well, like that, I don't. That do you I, have Do you have pictures? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's that's gonna last forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I think I just wanted to see them. I like, right did you have, did you guys I, I actually want to see them too. I know it oh, sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and it was it in Waterford. Outside Waterford, it's a town called Passage East. Love it. Um, and it's a really pretty church. I think they built it like around the time of the famine, which was eighteen late eighteen forties. But it's up on this cliff that is looking out on the estuary where the river meets the sea. It's really pretty. We do want to see pictures. See of that. See yeah. pictures. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's why I asked. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> but you yeah. did take pictures. Yes. All right. So during the gym, nutrition. Nutrition. Last so in year. the last year, what I've learned, um, I'm trying to like. Would that. you say your experiment? It's, it's an experiment. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and that like so when I joined twenty twenty first. Or any gym, you'd hear about. Oh, you need to do paleo, or you need to do this, and you need to do that, and you need. And then my head was spinning, and I, I don't. So then I got to the point where I was like, I'm so overwhelmed, I don't know what to do. That I'm just not going to do any of it. <laughs> do you know? Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I remember going to a talk that you gave one night. I think Jeff may gave there was slides, mm-hmm. and he spoke about. Again, I was a bit overwhelmed by that because it was like percentages and all this stuff, and I was like, I'm never going to figure this out. Yeah. So then, about a year ago, I started looking at macros, um, and I played around with eating like high carb, low fat, not sustainable, mm-hmm. like not sustainable. I felt like 
At one stage last summer, I was eating 35 grams of fat a day. That's it? And how many grams of carbs? 180. So that's, yeah, wow. That's and 140, 140 grams of protein. Mm -hmm. And it's just like not sustainable. Right. There's just no way like to live why? your life. Because like you can't do anything. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, and I'm, I know you told me that like this earlier, but like you had like hair wasn't as shiny or hair was. My hair wasn't as shiny. My hair was, so I had like. What about your nails? Yeah, nails. Brittle nails. My skin was awful. My skin just looked dry, actually, and kind of almost gray. You know, that kind of look where my hair was starting to fall out because I had issues with my hair. I think it was more when I moved places, when I moved to Korea and I moved to America for the first time, I would have like obviously some sort of reaction from my body and that I don't know if the water was new or whatever was in the air but my hair would start falling out so it started falling out again last summer and I panicked and I, that's when I talked to Jeremy and I was like I can't do this this is like do you know it's not the same so then we started talking a lot about macros mm -hmm. and now they've flipped over flipped over a little bit more fats uh, a lot less carbs <laughs> a lot less carbs how many less like half yeah. But still, in a, nine, yeah, ninety to one hundred and ten. Yeah. I mean, it's still in a. I'm, I'd be, this is just me saying sustainable. I think it's more sustainable to do more fat than carbs because mm. you could go to a restaurant and have meat mm. and a salad with a dressing. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you go and you have a salad and you have these really really tight window for for fats and you put a dressing on there, you're probably over already. Up, right? You're done. You know, yeah. but you can have all the bread you want or whatever, all the like oatmeal or you know. It just didn't really make sense towards the end. Mm -hmm. yeah. And even at that, like, I would eat this porridge that had two and a half grams of fat in a bowl of it. I was like, if I can't even... That stuff's really good, though. Yeah. <laughs> that's really good. Porridge from Ireland? Yeah. Yeah. But if so I can't good. even have that, like, if that's... You know, if my window is 35 grams of fat and, like, two and a half to three go on a bowl of porridge, mm -hmm. that's, like, 10% of your fat there. Is that 10%? Yeah. Yeah, yeah more-ish. Like, not 8% of your fat in a bowl of porridge. There's something up. Right. That's not, yeah, no, that's that's not sustainable at all. But even even still, like working with macros and adding in more fats and maybe less carbohydrates and more proteins, yeah. uh, it's still been an experiment. Definitely. Right? You can't, I mean, you can say for sure, feel better, yeah. right? Hair is shinier. Hair is shiny. <laughs> yeah, 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 probably sleep better and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but it's still an experiment to say, okay, I like this more. Let's Let's work on changing it. And I feel yeah. like... I feel like you really understand that. I think that's super important for everybody to realize. Like, hey, this nutrition and working out is a it's a process over time. Yeah, and you're about to say lifestyle choice. Lifestyle. It choice. is a lifestyle choice, and it was like, for me, it was like layers of an onion. Yeah. I dealt with one thing. I, I got some weight down. Then I said, okay, the next thing I have to tackle is getting to a gym, and then the next thing I had to tackle was okay, I need to get consistent at the gym, and it was like all this stuff built up over time. Yeah. And it was when I got to 2020, it was like. A very holistic thing of it. it's not just about can you lift you know a million pounds it's can you like be a whole person you're here for one hour but like what do you like for the other 23 mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. do you sleep well you know what are you what are you eating what are your relationships like if you get outside all those things are important it's not just one hour at the gym so, so that leads me to my next point is you you've made over the last 10 plus years you've made incredible progress and yes, you've peeled back one layer after another. What's what's next? What's Ooh, that's a good question. Where are you going know. now? I mean, it's you're not you're not done. Like no, yeah, no. we we said we posted a before and after. I, I wanted to interrupt and say a before and present. Yeah, because mm. I don't think I don't think the it's after is anywhere anywhere near us. No, and I don't think it will ever. I don't think because your life changes, so then your goals will change. So if like mm -hmm. I have kids in the next couple of years, then that brings me back to a place of like okay, I'm gonna have to like figure out 
how to get back to after having kids to a place where I feel yeah. comfortable again or whatever yeah. you know so it's always going to change so like my goals right now will be different to my goals in two years and yeah. they're different than my goals five years ago but I think you can never not have goals if you're trying to be better every day I love that <laughs> I mean there if there was ever a perfect spot to cl- close it out I mean, that, that is that's exactly exactly yeah. sums it up Thank you so much for, for sharing for the story me. with us and, and, and sharing it with everyone. It's been a blast. A lot of this we, we knew already, but um, yeah. it was great to hear it in more detail. Yeah. We appreciate you sharing it with us. Thanks. Yeah, I want to see those pictures. Okay. Yeah, we're going to need to see those pictures. <laughs> yeah. I want to see them too. Just even the description you gave was, was perfect. Yeah. So. Guys, thanks for joining us. We'll see you guys next time.